أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما نافعا اللهم أرنا الحق حقا وارزقنا اتباعه وأرنا الباطل باطلا وارزقنا اجتنابه Rabbi Shrahli Sadri Vayastirli Amri Wahlul Okudatamin Lisani Yafkahu Kabli. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to the Reflections on the Risale Nur by Bid-Uzzaman Said Nursi podcast series. This is Mustafa Tuna. You can listen to the episodes of this series wherever you listen to your podcasts or at the website www.reflections-rn.org. Inshallah, in this episode, we will continue reading the 17th word. This is a treatise about the worth of this world. And it is a commentary on the verses, أَسْتَعِيذُ بِاللَّهِ إِنَّا جَعَلْنَا مَا عَلَى الْأَرْضِ زِينَةً لَهَا لِنَبْلُوَهُمْ أَيُّهُمْ أَحْسَنُ عَمَلًا وَإِنَّا لَجَاعِلُونَ مَا عَلَيْهَا سَعِيدًا جُرُزًا we have adorned the earth with attractive things so that we may test people to find out which of them do best. But we shall reduce all this to barren dust. This is Quran chapter 18, verses 7 and 8. And The life of this world is nothing, nothing but a game and a distraction. And Quran chapter 6, verse 32. Ustad Nursi uh, divided this treatise into two sections. He called them stations. The first station is a uh, concise and beautiful explanation of the, the worth of the world. And the second station, uh, in the second station, he included poems, uh, you know, brief uh, texts he had written earlier or sometimes re- uh, later than the first station uh, that address the same subject. We already read two poems from the second station and inshallah in this episode we will move on to its uh, third section which is a colloquy. It was um, originally written at the turn of the 1920s and uh, included in one of Ustad Nursi's small treatises published at that time. This treatise is called Hubab or Habab Bubbles. Like the or or foam on on the sea as the waves move and the water foams, uh, he called that a uh, hubab or habab at that time, and it was originally in Persian. And this is what he says uh, in Arabic in the original hubab: "هذا المناجات تحطرت إلى القلب هكذا باللسان الفارسي." And then when he included it in uh, in Sözler, in the book called Words, in Turkish, he wrote, Yani bu münacat kalbe farisi olarak tahattur ettiğinden farisi yazılmıştır. Evvelce matbu olan hubab risalesinde derc edilmişti. That is, because this colloquy was, uh, came to the heart in Persian, it is written in Persian. It was formerly included in the hubab treaties or bubbles, uh, which was printed. So it is in Persian. I don't know Persian. It has the diacritical marks uh, harakat. So I will try to read the Persian as much as I can. And I 
uh, I, I pray to God that uh, I don't make too many mistakes and I don't uh, offend those who uh, know or speak Persian out there. I just, uh, once again, as uh, those who may who have listened to the very, uh, very first uh, recordings in this podcast series will remember, I believe that meanings come to the heart and as they are articulated, the articulation carries the light of those meanings and therefore uh, it is important to be exposed to the original of these uh, these uh, beautiful words by Bediuzzaman Said Nursi. The original words carry the light that came to his heart as much as uh, possible. When we translate, we are watering it down. So I want us to be exposed to that light too. So I will try, perhaps uh, somewhat to an embarrassing uh, degree, but inshallah, please forgive uh, the the mistakes I will be uh, I will be making as I try. So Bismillah, Ya Rab, Bashesh jihad nazar mi kardam, dard khudar darman nemididam. Oh Lord, I have observed the six directions yet not found a remedy for my disease. So this is the wording of the original colloquy in Persian that came to his heart in the at the turn of the 1920s but then in Sözler in the treatise words he explains it in Turkish so we will read the Persian then the Turkish explanation and then the translation of the Turkish explanation Ya Rab tevekkülsüz gafletle iktidar ve ihtiyarıma dayanıp derdime derman aramak için cihatı sitte denilen altı cihette nazar gezdirdim Ma'at-teessüf, derdime derman bulamadım. Manen bana denildi ki, yetmez mi dert derman sana? O Lord, without putting my trust in you, in a state of heedlessness, and relying on my power, own power, and faculty of choice, I have observed the six directions to look for a remedy for my disease. Regrettably, I have not been able to find one. I was told in a metaphysical sense, does your disease not suffice you as a remedy? So this will become clearer, inshallah, as we move on. The six uh, directions, up, down, left, right, front, back, but they also metaphorically represent uh, the future, the past, uh, the, the, the grave, uh, etc. So that's all going to become clearer and inshallah, uh, some of the, the those meanings are going to be hinted here inshallah when we read the 23rd uh, word it will become even more clear there once again oh lord without putting my trust in you so this is the important part we all come to this world we all live in space and time and we all observe space and time to make meaning out of it or to discern the meanings that are embedded in them. If we do that, if we do that by putting our trust on ourselves alone in a state of heedlessness without the awareness of a higher entity who is in charge of all this space and time, relying on our power and our own faculty of choice, our own supposed knowledge, etc., 
and look for a remedy for our disease and the disease is that in this world we live in the human predicament we are we have innumerous needs innumerous innumerable enemies and before them we have no ability no capacity to procure any of our needs and no ability no capacity no power to fend off our enemies that's the human predicament and we are looking forward to annihilation with annihilation either we depart from this time and space and all those things that we love are left behind or or those things that we love depart from us that's the human predicament that is our disease and he says regrettably i have not been able to find one without the guidance of revelation be it philosophy be it spirituality be it whatever without the guidance of revelation that light that is coming from the one who sees all knows all who created all who who is in charge of all therefore who sees who knows the big picture and knows where everything fits in the big picture without his guidance without his light without the light from him we will not be able to find a remedy to our disease to the human predicament i was told in a metaphysical sense does your disease not suffice you as a remedy now those who listen to our podcast on the first word will remember and elsewhere too will remember that the human impotence and human neediness the human poverty these are really precious um, blessings that are given to the human being it might sound like a um, paradox like how can my impotence and my neediness and poverty be a blessing to me but the thing is to the to the extent of our powerlessness impotence and to the extent of our poverty we are dependent on our lord and once we realize once we recognize recognize our dependence on our lord what else is there out there to be depending on he accepts us and he gives his blessings to us he he becomes the hand of those who you know who throw right he he he he becomes the eye of the ones who see he gives his power to us he takes us under his protection he procures our needs he he fends off our enemies in that case the recognition of our impotence and poverty and therefore dependence on our lord and the acceptance of that dependence and putting our trust in our lord that is the remedy but we need to understand that in more detail we need to recognize that first we need to recognize our reality within the higher reality of all things so i was told in a metaphysical sense does your disease not suffice you as a remedy so next line the rost me didamki di ruz mezari pederi menest on my right i have seen that yesterday is the grave of grave of my father so we are looking at the six directions on my right i have seen that yesterday or the past is the grave of my father then the turkish explanation evet 
gafletle sahımdaki sahımdaki geçmiş zamandan teselli almak için baktım. Fakat gördüm ki dünkü gün pederimin kabri ve geçmiş zaman ecdadımın bir mezarı ekberi suretinde göründü. Teselli yerine vahşet verdi. İman o vahşetli mezarı ekberi ünsiyetli bir meclisi münevver ve bir mecmai ahbab gösterir. Yes, in a state of heedlessness, he said I looked at the six directions, right? Uh, putting my trust in myself in a state of heedlessness. Now we are continuing. Yes, in a state of heedlessness, I looked to to pass time on my right to find consolation. You know, I mean I I'm in this state of human predicament. I need consolation. I looked to past time on my right, to the past time on my right, to find consolation. Yet I saw the day of yesterday appearing as my father's grave, and past time as a vast graveyard filled filled with my ancestors. Instead of, instead of consolation, they bewildered me. Now this is the uh, what is in the colloquy, what is the, the, the interpretation of the colloquy, and later Ustad Nursi adds to it as he uh, gives explanations in Turkish with the light that is reflecting from the Risale Inur, the light of faith, right? He says, faith shows that that vast and bewildering graveyard, faith shows that vast and bewildering graveyard as an illuminated and congenial assembly and a gathering of beloved friends and we talked about this in the, in the past episode too the past yes it's a graveyard when we look from here but what is a grave the grave is not a an endless hole the, the mouth of a dragon right a gate to annihilation no it is not a gate it's not the gate to annihilation it is not where um, physical bodies are put to to rot and disappear no it's a passageway it's a passageway where we take off the clothing of our bodies, right? Our bodies are like uh, dresses that we, we put on. We take them off, we move on with our spirits, bodiless spirits, into this intermediate realm. And there, Allah Alam, God knows best, the spirit is given other bo- another body, other means of interaction with the, uh, with the world. And then the question is, what is the state of our spirits in that intermediate realm? It is either, may God protect us, uh, for but for disbelievers and the grave sinners, it is a place of torment, where the grave squeezes them, where their state in the hellfire is shown, etc. May God protect us. Or it is... Uh, a waiting hall before people enter paradise and the waiting hall itself is becoming of paradise they watch their beautiful stays in paradise and they enjoy it and for some their spirits have become so luminous that they have a certain level of freedom they are moving around they are assembling and having beautiful conversations so it is a way it's it, it's a hole where the beloved ones, the Prophet wasallam, all other messengers, all other prophets, the saints of God, the companions of the Prophet wasallam, Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu, Umar radiallahu anhu, Uthman radiallahu anhu, Ali radiallahu anhu, 
our mothers, uh, Fatima radiallahu anha, uh, Hassan and Hussein uh, radiallahu anhuma, the beautiful companions of the, all the beautiful companions of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and our righteous ancestors. They are all there. They have gathered. They are having beautiful conversations. You know, faith shows the the grave as such. The the um, you know we looked at at our right side. That's the past. We looked to the past. Yes, it's a graveyard, but the graveyard is just the gateway to this waiting hole, and it is a beautiful place. Alhamdulillah, that's what faith shows. But without faith, right? On my right, I have seen that yesterday is the grave of my father. Without faith, without that light that comes from the one who knows all, one who sees all, one who is in charge of all, our, our beautiful and majestic and perfect Lord. Next line. Wadar chabdi damaki farda kabri manast. On the left, I have seen that tomorrow is my grave. So on the right, we look to the past and was the grave of our father or my father. On the left, I'm looking, it is the grave of my self. So we are in between two graves. Of course, that is when we look at things with heedlessness, without the guidance of faith. So the Turkish uh, for this, or the Turkish explanation for this, sonra soldaki istikbale baktım. Derman bulamadım. Belki yarınki gün benim kabrim ve istikbal ise emsalimin ve nesli atinin bir kabri ekberi suretinde görünüp ünsiyet değil belki vahşet verdi. Then what does faith do? İman ve huzuru iman o dehşetli kabri ekberi sevimli saadet saraylarında bir daveti rahmaniye gösterir. So then I looked at the future on the left. I could not, I could not find a remedy. Again, we are looking when this is when we look with heedlessness. I could not find a remedy in the future either. In fact, the day of tomorrow appeared as my grave and the future as a colossal grave filled with my peers and the future generations. What a horrible, what a, what a horrid state to be. May God protect us. That is the state of the disbeliever. That's the state of the one who thinks that we are all matter. We are a composition of carbon and nitrogen and whatever, all these molecules that have come together and somehow, somehow functioning as a living organism. But once life is gone, all they will, all, they will all disintegrate. And those, those ones that we love disintegrated, went into an annihilation. Those we love now will disintegrate, go into an annihilation. We too will go into an annihilation. What a horrid state to be. Then I looked at the future on the left. I could not find a remedy. In fact, the day of tomorrow appeared as my grave and the future as a colossal grave filled with my peers and the future generations. Instead of a sense of congeniality, they bewildered me. Right? Though all these things, all these people that I love here, I love now, well, if I think of them as moving into annihilation, they will bewilder me. Their absence will bewilder me. However, faith and the sense of presence before God that is in faith shows that that dreadful colossal grave as a reception of the merciful one in amiable palaces of felicity. Faith and the sense of presence before God 
that is in faith shows that dreadful colossal grave the future grave of ourselves and everybody else that we know as a reception of the merciful one in amiable palaces of felicity a reception hall or a reception a feast in which uh, in in, the, in those amiable palace of felicity they are waiting for their entry into paradise then that's fine right what we just described a reception a feast going on there is entertainment the prophet وسلم, is there at the head table he is smiling and we look at him he looks at us he's he's talking and he's you know uh, telling us about our lord there is a beautiful conversation going on we want to be there right yeah we we want to I mean, inshallah, with the hope that we will be there in that in that hole. When when we when we think this way, the future does not bewilder us any longer. We yearn for it. We pine for it. We try to do our best so that we can be worthy of it. We we we have this um, enthusiasm to fulfill our duty in this world so that in the hereafter or in the intermediate realm we can be worthy of those beautiful states inshallah next line today today is the coffin carrying my body all in afflictions if the, you know, if my past is grave if my future is grave what i'm doing is i'm moving from one grave to another then i'm in, in a coffin today is the coffin carrying my body all in afflictions and i am i am afflicted in all regards i'm afflicted in all regards so the turkish for this soldan dahi hayır görünmediği için görünmediği için hazır güne baktım gördüm ki şu gün güya bir tabuttur hareketi mezbuhanede olan cismimin cenazesini taşıyor. Na iman o tabutu bir ticaretgah ve şaşalı bir misafirhane gösterir. Not seeing any good on the left either. I looked at the present day. So I didn't see any good in the past. I didn't see any good in the future. I looked at the present day. I saw this day as though it is a coffin. It is carrying the corpse of my body that is moving in the throes of death. Subhanallah. The entire life, when you look from this point of view, entire life is throes of death. The moment we come to this world, we are starting to die. If death is inevitable, all we do is to move in its direction. There is no alternative. However, Faith shows that coffin as a place of commerce and a splendid guest house. So, no, no, no, no, no. We, this is not a coffin. This is a place of commerce. This is a place where we are sent to do some trade, fulfill some duties, and enjoy being the guests of the owner of these places. We are not here to stay, so it's a guest house. We should not take residence. We should not, uh, you know, put stakes on the ground and tie ourselves as if we will be able to stay here. We should treat it as a guest house. 
but while at the guest house we should fulfill the functions we should fulfill the duties that are uh, put on us so faith shows that that coffin as a place of commerce and a splendid guest house oh no we are fine now it is not all a process of death throes no it is a place where we can have hope live with hope yes there is some toil yes there are uh, you know sad things happening yes there are troubles and difficulties and tiredness and sickness and tribulation but yeah yeah it is a tribulation for trial god adorned this world with all those beautiful things to to see which one of us do best which one of us treat it as as it is supposed to be treated give it its due and to god his due to the hereafter its due right so faith shows that coffin as a place of commerce where we can you know, face difficulty but have a high spirit elevated spirit with high hopes move around trying to do the best trade so again faith makes everything beautiful or rather faith shows the beautiful face of reality because once again reality is beautiful we sometimes make it ugly but that's our problem that's a problem that we impose on ourselves it's not supposed to be such we are making it once we lift that veil of heedlessness from before our eyes and see reality as reality reality is beautiful mashallah mashallah next line bar sari umur janazai man istada ast my corpse is standing at the end of the span of my life once again this is when we look with heedlessness what is there at the end of my life i came to this world i'm moving around i'm living i'm enjoying myself but when i look to the future what do i see at the end of the road inevitably my corpse these hands that are moving and making gestures these lips that are moving these vocal cords that are making sounds this body that is alive and enjoying being will become a corpse dead dead life will be taken out of it and then it will start to rot w within minutes it will start to rot that's what i see at the end if i look if i look with heedlessness without faith in turkish ustad nursi says iş bu cihetten dahi deva bulamadım Sonra başımı kaldırıp şecereyi ömrümün başına baktım. Gördüm ki o ağacın tek meyvesi benim cenazemdir ki o ağacın üstünde duruyor, bana bakıyor. İman o ağacın meyvesini cenaze değil, belki ebedi hayata mazhar ve ebedi saadete namzet olan ruhumun eskimiş yuvasından yıldızlarda gezmek için çıktığını gösterir. I could not find consolation from this direction either. The present. I could not find consolation from this direction either. Or the end of the the end of the road. I could not find consolation there either. Then I lifted my head and looked at the top of the tree of the span of my life. I'm here. I'm looking to the to you know 
to the furthest end that I can see myself. Then I lifted my head and looked at the top of the tree of the span of my life. Now, take the metaphor. We are going to think of the span of our life, the 60, 70, 80, whatever, however many years that we spend in this world, we are going to look at that as a tree that is uh, you know, born as a small seedling or as a seed and a small seedling, and then it grows and then eventually it's going to reach the, the furthest, the furthest that it can reach, uh, its span can reach, and there are, we, we expect that there will be fruits there. Then I lifted my head and looked at the top of the tree of the span of my life. I saw that the only fruit of that tree is my corpse. Looking at me from the top of that tree. Once again, what a horrid imagery. However, that's if we look with heedlessness, if we look with disbelief, if we look with by confining reality to the matter and time that we observe in this world faith shows the fruit of that tree not as a corpse but in fact as the departure of my spirit which is graced with eternal life and is a candidate for eternal felicity from its worn out home in order to travel among stars among the stars okay now we can take a deep breath the fruit at the end of the tree is is not the corpse that's just a just the last image that we are able to see but if we could get behind it we could see a much higher reality we see it as such because we are looking from this direction and we do not see the big picture in fact what's happening at the end of the tree the fruit is the departure of my spirit i am not my corpse alone i'm not my body alone i have a spirit which is a much higher greater reality than the corpse of my existence the body that is given to me in order to carry the spirit what's happening is that my spirit which is graced with eternal life for everybody this is for everybody and is a candidate for eternal felicity and this too is for everybody you are a candidate you can make your best in order to earn it is a candidate for eternal felicity it is departing from its worn out home yeah i love this body but the longer i live in it the older it becomes and there will come a time when at which point it will become a burden on me rather than carrying me i will have to be carrying it around and it's going to be painful so it will be worn out and it will be a blessing for me to be able to take it off so from its departure of my spirit from its worn out home and what matters of course at this point is what happens next am i going to be you know left bereft of any sensation um am i going to fall into a dungeon of complete complete darkness and silence and solitary confinement or is something else going to happen to my spirit well 
my hope is that I'll be traveling among the stars. Now, take this as the stars of the heavens, take this as the stars of, as we talked there, that assembly, the stars of humanity, all gathered around the sun of existence, the sun of uh, the, the, the humankind, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Next line. در قدم آب خاک خلقتی من و خاک استری عظامی من است. Under my feet are the water and dust of my creation and the ashes of my bones. I am created from dust mixed with water, which became like a mud, right? Which became like a clay pottery when it, it was dried. Right? And my bones will rot and disintegrate, will become dust under my feet. What is under my feet? Under my feet are the water and dust of my creation. When I walk on earth, this organic stuff that's on the surface of the earth, it's all animals and plants and you know other creatures, bacteria, etc., that lived and died and disintegrated and and turned into this organic matter that's what will become of me under my feet as i'm walking if it happened to them and it is inevitable to happen to me it is like me under my feet are the water and dust of my creation and the ashes of my bones subhanallah subhanallah and the turkish for this is O cihetten dahi meyus olup başımı aşağıya eğdim. Baktım ki aşağıda ayak altında kemiklerimin toprağı ile mebde-i hırkatimin toprağı birbirine karışmış gördüm. Derman değil, derime, derdime dert kattı. İman o toprağı, rahmet kapısı ve cennet salonunun perdesi olduğunu gösterir. So, despairing of that direction too, I lowered my head. So I was looking up at the top of the tree. I saw my corpse or my spirit departing from its worn out body to travel among the stars. But if I looked without uh, faith, I it is the first state. So in that first state, looking and seeing my corpse as the only, only fruit of my, the span of my life, I worked hard and I made a billion dollars and I bought this company and I bought that house and I bought that blah blah blah. I have this, uh, I am a member of this society, I became the chair of this, I became the president of that association, blah blah blah. All of that, none of them is a fruit at the end of the tree. They are all, they will all fall. All that is left, the only thing that is left at the top of the tree as a fruit of my life if I look with heedlessness, right, is the corpse of my body. So the sparing of that direction too, I lowered my head, I looked and saw that below, underfoot, the dust of my bones has blended with the dust of my creation. It added to my disease, let alone offering a remedy. Now, with faith, what happens? Faith shows that that dust is the gate of mercy and a curtain before the halls of paradise. That dust, that dust that I mix, that will 
that will emerge from the uh, the the rotting of my bones it's the gate of mercy it appears as something reproachable in this world right because that's because i'm looking from this side alone if i were to look from the other side i would see that well past it is mercy it's a gate of mercy and it's also a curtain before the halls of paradise it is something that prevents me from seeing the halls of paradise when i look with my material eyes from this side alone but if i were to move the curtain aside if i were to move to the other side it's paradise that's awaiting me and once again with faith i'm now con i i now have consolation i found the remedy i'm happy this is a blessed world and this is a blessed life alhamdulillah praise be to our lord who has given us faith and who has shown the beauty in reality who has shown us reality as reality is which is beautiful who has shown the beauty in in reality to us who has made our lives not only bearable but enjoyable who has put good in all of our states with patience and gratitude when we are in tribulation we show patience and acquire good when we are surrounded with blessings we are we have gratitude and we acquire good and all that good we will we will turn that into inshallah in the hereafter into the goods of paradise we will say subhanallah in this world we will eat the fruits of subhanallah in the hereafter we will say alhamdulillah in this world we will eat the fruits of alhamdulillah in the hereafter we will say allahu akbar in this world we will eat the fruits of allahu akbar in the hereafter so with faith that dust that that, that clay and dust that is mixed under our feet shows itself or is seen as the gate of mercy and a curtain before the halls of paradise next line chun dar pasmin karam binam in dunya bi bunyade bunyade hich dar hichest whenever i look behind i see this world to be not within not nothing it is you know coming from nothingness going into nothingness if i look with heedlessness ondan dahi nazarı çevirip arkama baktım gördüm ki esassız fani bir dünya hiçlik derelerinde ve adem zulümatında yuvarlanıp gidiyor derdime merhem değil belki vahşet ve dehşet zehrini ilave etti iman o zulümatta yuvarlanan dünyayı vazifesi bitmiş manasını ifade etmiş neticelerini kendine bedel vücutta bırakmış mektubat-ı semedaniye ve sahaifi nukuş-ı subhaniye olduğunu gösterir now i turned my gaze away from that too and looked behind so i was looking under my feet now i'm going to look behind i'm in you know, all around i'm looking for something that's going to help me but when i look with heedlessness i cannot find anything i turned my gaze away from that too and looked behind i saw that a temporal world that has no foundation is rolling and disappearing in the valleys of nothingness and darkness of non-existence 
the world that I was enjoying two minutes ago is gone. Is there anyone out there who can bring back the world of an hour ago? Two years ago, perhaps, you had someone that you loved in your life and that person is no more, but you cannot bring that world back. Five years ago, perhaps, you were somewhere in your life that you were enjoying more than now and you want to bring it back. You cannot. Half an hour ago, perhaps you had a cake, you ate it. You cannot bring it back. It's rolling and disappearing in the valleys of nothingness and darkness of non-existence. It added poison of bewilderment and dread to my disease, let alone offering itself. So this world, this material world, you may um, you may numb yourselves, your, your senses and continue to enjoy it without recognizing its reality or by, by veiling yourself from its reality. But sooner or later that reality will hit you and you will face its nothingness, its darkness. You will come face to face with the darkness of non-existence sooner or later if you look at this world just as matter. Matter and nothing else. It added the poison of bewilderment and dread to my disease, let alone offering itself. Faith, however. Faith shows that that world rolling in darkness is letters of the eternally besought one and pages of the engravings of the glorified one. It has finished its duty, expressed its meaning, and left its outcomes in existence in its place. Now, this is really, really deep stuff. Um, we will try to do as much as we can with it. That half an hour, the world of the half an hour ago, that cake that you had half an hour ago, you ate it, it's not here any longer. But does that mean that the cake completely disappeared? There is nothing left of the cake. No. You have the memory of the taste. Now it's nutrition in your body. It was beautiful. You have the memory of that beauty. If you look at the entire world from this point of view, it's inscribing meanings. Well, in the memories of angels, in the memories of animals, in the memories of human beings, in God's knowledge, and also in a metaphysical registry where all meanings are being recorded. So nothing is lost in this sense. And what matters, what is more real than the matter, the temporal matter that we see, is those permanent meanings. And also the permanent outcomes you do something good you give charity you gave you know five dollars uh, charity to somebody you saw on the road and who was hungry and you gave him a few dollars so that the person can go buy a sandwich your money is gone he ate the sandwich the sandwich is gone etc etc 200 feet from from now you are gone that man is gone everything is gone but the good deed you have done 
is preserved in the registry and the one who is eternal and who can sustain things into eternity will give you the reward of it to last all of these things that we see around as rolling into non-existence are doing so materially but metaphysically they are leaving behind beautiful meanings they are writing a story they are writing the story of their creator they are writing a eulogy they are eulogizing their creator they are glorifying their creator they are extolling their creator they are they are meanings on the page that's being written on the page of time and then preserved for eternity it has finished its duty so the pen came to the world inscribed what it was supposed to inscribe and left it finished its duty expressed its meaning right but it left the inscription behind and left its outcomes in existence in its place so nothing is being lost nothing is rolling into darkness of non-existence there is no non-existence non-existence does not exist there is no absolute non-existence we all came from god's knowledge eternal knowledge we are all moving into this registry of meanings to God's knowledge and out of his effusion and blessing he promises to give us bodily existence too that will parallel that me existence of meanings that we inscribe with our lives in this world that will be taken from that registry and and used to shape our material life in the hereafter our eternal material life in the hereafter inshallah inshallah next line ahead of me as far as the sight goes the grave is is wide open ahead of me as far as the sight goes the grave is wide open behind it the long path of eternity is showing its face so ahead of me as far as the sight goes the grave is wide open but behind it the long path of eternity is showing its face the, the question is will i be in that eternity or not time is moving on it appears to not you know it, it appears not to be coming to an end it is moving on will i be there on the day he hayır görmediğim için ön tarafıma ileriye nazarımı gönderdim gördüm ki kabir kapısı yolumun başında açık görünüp onun arkasında ebede giden cadde uzaktan uzağa nazara çarpıyor iman o kabir kapısını alemi nur kapısı ve o yol dahi saadeti ebedi ebediye yolu olduğunu gösterdiğinden dertlerime hem derman hem merhem olur now 
not having seen any good there either i turned my gaze forward and looked ahead so i i of course still with heedlessness but i looked behind with heedlessness i couldn't find any remedy there now i'm going to look forward not having seen any good there either i turned my gaze forward and looked ahead i saw that the grave's door is open at the end of my path and behind it and behind it the highway leading to eternity is visible from a distance since faith shows that door of the grave as the gate of the realm of light and that road as the path of eternal felicity this can be a remedy and salve to my disease to my diseases now without faith i see that time is moving on but i'm not there i'm just being <laughs> erased from the picture poof and i'm not but everybody moves on those that i love that I trust, that I think they love me. They come to my grave. They look sad. They cry for a couple of days. They are kind of down for 40 days. And then they start to laugh in between those moments of sadness. And then happiness starts to take over. And then they are enjoying their lives once again. I was there. I'm not there any longer but but when i look at this whole thing with faith right what i see is that behind the grave is the realm of light and that road is the path of eternal felicity those i left behind they will also join me they will not stay here forever either i am moving from the realm of darkness where things where the reality of things is veiled by the materiality that surrounds me will be lifted and i i will start to see reality as reality is i will start to see everything as directly the manifestations of my lord i will see the connection there i will see the rays of of the light of the kun the creation of my lord i will see the rays of his manifestation coming directly from him i will not be bewildered i will see the source of the beauty that i love in this world anything that i'm attracted to anything that warms my heart anything that i aesthetically find appealing anything that I, I find a camaraderie in, a friendship in, love in, right? He is the source of all of that. I will be brought face to face, in front of, to the presence of the source. Since faith shows that door of the grave as the gate of the realm of light and that road as the path of eternal felicity, this can be a remedy and a salve to, to my diseases nothing else nothing else i if when i look with heedlessness i'm looking in all directions the past the future under my feet above the top of the span of my life this world the future of this world nothing is helping me except when i look with the light of faith everything everything is helping me my my predicament my sorrowful tormentous torturous pred human predicament 
in fact is such a blessing that it connects me to my lord and he is the one who has power over everything and he and he he loves me i love him the world is beautiful reality is beautiful all is good right there's there's no reason to to to to be pulled down regardless of what happens regardless of what is happening we are all human we are all human the heart is attached the the heart uh, you know is filled with sorrow sorrow is something that can bring us closer to our lord we sometimes complain right but we complain of the world to him as long as we see that he is the source of all that beauty all that all that force of attraction that is drawing us to this world and the things of this world as long as we know that he is the source and we are actually yearning for him we are moving toward him all is good all is good next line mara juz juz ikhtiyari chizi nistardast i have nothing in my hand save but a thing of partial choice What's partial choice? Well, I'm given options and I can pick one over the other. Right now it is uh, 10.52 in the morning where I am. And I chose to sit down in, fr in front of my computer and try to record this podcast. Well, I, I could have chosen to uh, go out and take a walk. I could have uh, chosen to open a book and read. I could have chosen to, uh, I don't know, find something and watch on the internet. I could have chosen to perhaps visit a friend. There are lots of options in front of me. Now, I cannot create my options. So that's that's a big difference between my ability to choose and God's ability to choose. I can choose only among the options that are given to me and therefore it's a partial choice. It's not complete choice. It's not absolute choice. It's partial choice, right? But I have that. Now, I um, I make an inclination to sit here and record this podcast. I am not creating the sound. I'm not creating the meaning. I'm not creating the... Uh, the, this um, cyber thing that we are now calling the podcast that you can download into your uh, cell phones or, or computers or whatever and listen to. I'm not creating your act of listening to the podcast. All of these are put together to bring to to make the podcast. I am not the one who creates them. I'm God is the creator of all. He is creating, right? But I incline to do this, and He gave me the ability to do it. He is creating my act. But he gave me this ability to incline to one thing or another. He gave me this ability to notice, recognize things, discern things as good or bad or beneficial or harmful and ugly or beautiful, evil or good, etc. And he gave me this ability to incline you know, toward one and not the other. I have that. I have nothing in my hand save but a thing of partial choice. So remember, we are, this is if we look with that state of heedlessness, if I look with that state of heedlessness, it's again such a horrid place to be because I am surrounded with this 
um, dreadful reality and before that dreadful reality I have nothing in my hands to hold on to I can incline you know from one thing to another but I cannot even bring about the outcome of that inclination on my own I cannot lift my hand on my own I'm sure I talked about this before but even to lift my hand I need the nutrition that that is the source of the energy that is is burned and turns into uh, flexing and contraction or whatever in my muscles. I'm I, I did not create the muscles. I did not engineer the way that this hand works. I know nothing about the process that's happening in my body as I do one thing or another. I have no control over it right therefore i can only incline but i cannot guarantee that that what i hope is going to happen will happen when i look with heedlessness right when i look with heedlessness but but there's of course the faith uh, aspect of this too but let's read the turkish first işte şu altı cihette ünsiyet ve teselli değil belki dehşet ve vahşet aldığım onlara mukabil Benim elimde bir cüz'i ihtiyariden başka hiçbir şey yoktur ki ona dayanıp onunla mukabele edeyim. İman o cüz'i ilayete ceza hükmündeki cüz'i ihtiyari yerine gayri mütenahi bir kudrete istinad etmek için bir vesika verir ve belki iman bir vesikadır. Now, thus having been filled with dread and bewilderment in these six directions rather than finding a sense of congeniality and consolation i have nothing to rely on other than partial choice in my hand in order to resist them and that's again a dreadful situation because my partial choice is just an inclination that has no practical outcomes without things outside me intervening and helping However, when we look with faith, right? Instead of the partial choice, which is in effect an indivisible part, it's so small, so small that you cannot like, you cannot divide it further. Faith grants a certificate to rely on an unending power. So this partial choice has no power. It does not come with power. You can only incline. It's like... Um, you know, imagine when you are if sometimes in dreams we um let's say i'm sitting somewhere i want to get up and go the, the house is falling i see that the house is falling i want to get up and go but my body is not listening to me i cannot move right or something is chasing me i want to run i have all the will to run i have i've made my choice i'm inclining toward it right I'm sending whatever that signal need, that needs to be sent from my spirit, from my conscious being to my body to run. But my body is not running. That is the state. That is the reality. Right? We just send a signal. What makes the body run is that's not us. It's outside of us. So instead of the partial choice, which is in effect an indivisible part, faith grants a certificate to rely on an unending power. Oh, there is an unending power. And if I if I can have the right frequency and get on its boat, 
it's going to help me out. Whatever I need, he is, he is capable of. That power has power, he has power over all things. It is unending power. Nothing can stand before it. He's he's al Qahar, he's the overpower. Now faith grants a certificate to me to rely on that unending power. In order to connect to that unending power, I need a certificate. And in fact, faith is a certificate. So faith gives a certificate to me. It is faith that is the certificate, right? It's like um, perhaps a more modern example. I have um, I have my computer. I need to sit down and work on it. I have to do things on my computer. The computer does not have electricity. I need electricity to work with the computer. There is a plug on the wall, but I need the right plug that's going to match the holes of that plug, right? If I take a uh, you know flat plug uh, with let's say five prongs and try to fit into this two prong wall uh, plug on the wall, it's not going to work. The receptacle on the wall has two prongs. I need to have two prongs. The receptacle on the wall has three prongs. I need to have three prongs. It has to have the particular shape that matches it, right? That particular shape that matches the shape of the receptacle on the wall, that is the teachings, the message that we received from God through Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam in the Quran and in his uh, in his blessed traditions, hadith. We can push our minds to the to the edge. We can. Um, be the smartest person in the world. You know, you can be Aristotle. I mean, who, whose work is amazing. If you take a look, the, the precision, the detail that he has put into it, it's amazing, amazing. But it doesn't matter how smart you are. As If, if, you, if you don't see, see reality as reality, as you are going to miss some points. Right? That's why all human endeavors that are not guided by Revelation will, in one way or another, at some point, lead you astray. Because it is not recognizing, like the, the, fir big, the first and foremost mistake that it's making is that it is not recognizing the primacy of revelation. And at that point, it missed one of the prongs. The thing on the wall has three prongs, and in order to receive the electricity properly, you need three prongs, right? You are going there with four, you are going there with two, you are going there with five, you are going there with six, but you are missing that one prong that has to be in, in the place that it is. Faith. Faith as prescribed in the Quran is what we need. That is the certificate. Once we have the certificate, we have God on our side. We rely on an unending power we rely on an unending power now this goes on we have uh, first more to say about this thing of partial choice and then other beautiful um, clarifications of the reality of existence but we uh, we are over an hour as of now so inshallah i'm going to stop here 
uh, since the, the the topic of the partial choice starts with this line in the next episode we will take from this line again and then move on inshallah subhanaka la ilma lana illa ma 'allamtana innaka antal alimul hakim wa akhir da'wahum an alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin al fatiha salawat allahumma salli ala sayyidina muhammad wa ala sayyidina muhammad wa ala sayyidina muhammad wa ala sayyidina muhammad الحمد لله رب العالمين